Hey guys, it's Double A. How you doing? Welcome to Roundtable. I hope you guys are all doing well. This here is just a quick, well, a bonus episode that's taken from my YouTube channel. So, yep, if you don't know, your boy has a YouTube channel. Just type in Oh Hey It's Double A on YouTube and hopefully my channel should pop up. Anyway, this is just the video that I did the other day, which was basically all about mental health and some tips and advice. So obviously I have a full episode coming very soon for you all on mental health advice, but this is just a little bonus episode. So enjoy. You are now listening to the Roundtable podcast with Aaron Campbell and guests. (laughs) So the first thing I want to talk about is how to basically take care of your mental health during quarantine. And listen, I'll, I'm going to put the, 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 what's it called? Disclaimer, disclaimer right here. I am not a mental health professional. Um, I'm probably not the best person to even talk about it because I will tell you guys some really good advice and then not follow it myself. That's what I've been doing. But, you know, we move. So, um... When the quarantine started, I was actually in a really bad place mentally, and I've only really got out of it within the past two weeks. But there are several things that I have been doing to keep myself both entertained and mentally sound. So the first thing that I'd recommend is keeping some sort of diary. And I know like people are like, oh diary, whatever. Like, but it doesn't have to be dear diary, today I XYZ. Like for me, it's been several different formats. So I did a video diary. Um, I did think I think I did twelve of those, where it was between anything between three and like fifteen minutes of just me rambling on my phone about how I'm feeling today, what's going on in my life, um, how you know things are affecting me. Um, I've also done. I also like wrote a few wrote a few times, and a few other times I've done like voice notes or whatever. The reason I recommend keeping a diary is because it's really good to not only track where you've been so like for me like it was really interesting to watch how when this thing this whole thing started like because there were things that leading up to the lockdown that kind of got me in a certain way anyway so with the lockdown plus everything that was going on my mental health was like well I say here it's really like down there but it's been interesting to watch the slow increase and that's a really positive thing as well just seeing how much you progressed over a short period of time but also it's a good way to vent like I don't know about you guys but for me personally sometimes I really struggle with talking to my friends about problems um, talking to family I definitely struggle talking to family about problems but yeah I just struggle to speak about my problems so putting it in a format where it's only for me to listen to um, if I want it to be it's still putting it out there like it's still verbalizing and I'd recommend doing it in video or audio format because it's really for me personally there's, uh, there's something about the physical release of actually just saying things when you're upset that can just help and like just voicing your thoughts like not actually letting your thoughts be internalized because the one thing that you can do as well one thing I learned um, in therapy um, is when you actually say your thoughts out loud you can look back at them and you can go okay let's actually break down what thought you're having 
So you may be feeling upset. Why are you upset about this certain thing? You know, is what you're, and then is what you're doing something you can fix in the now or something you can't fix in the now? That's one of the key things that my um, therapist talks about. So if you had a problem with, I don't know, say your friend said something to upset you, I don't know. Is that a problem you can deal with in now? Nine times out of 10, yes, you can address it. Be like, hey, this is, you said this, I'm upset for this reason and do that. With situations like, um, for instance, I'm not working at the moment and that's caused me a lot of stress because obviously I don't have income as <laughs> regularly as I'd like to. But that being said, I can be like, oh, okay, do I have income right now? No. Can I get a job? Not really at the moment. It's gonna be very hard considering everything that's going on. So this is a problem that I can't deal with now. So this is a problem that I have to deal with later. So why am I allowing myself to get stressed about a situation that I cannot physically deal with right now? Separating these things out can really be useful. Um, another thing that can really be useful as well is running the logic through your head. So, for instance, going back to like the example of your friend saying something. So let's say your friend said something to you and you were upset by it. Was their intention to hurt you? Um, probably not. I mean, unless your friends, you know, <laughs> but um, no, their intention probably nine times out of 10, 9.9 .9 times out of 10 was not to hurt you. And for me especially, my mind doesn't go to that position. My mind will go, well, they said this, so they meant this, so this, 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 and uh, da, 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 like, my brain will jump to the conclusion that everybody hates me, like, <laughs> it's silly, kind of laugh, I can laugh about it, but like, when it's happening, it's actually really bad. So, it's really good to sometimes, when you're actually talking out your problems, you'll find that there, you can logic it out a bit better. Um, one really, one really like, so a personal example for me is, um, I've been having like, so like, uh, the two things that I've been kind of accentuated recently is my mood swings and my feeling for nostalgia. So I've been having really bad mood swings. Um, last night, I don't know why, it got to about half 11. I was just like, nope, I'm not in the mood anymore. I'm going to bed. Good night, everybody. I'm annoyed. No, I had no reason to be annoyed. Nothing happened. I was just annoyed. Woke up this morning and I was just like, I was like really sad. And then like, I was like, cause I planned to do the video today. I planned to do some other things. And I was just looking to do a whole bunch of stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay. But I woke up this morning really sad. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing anything. And then boom, 10 minutes later, well not 10 minutes later, like a couple of hours later, I'm feeling really happy. I'm like, okay, let me use this happy time now to get what I will need to get done. So with those mood swings as well comes this feeling of, a lot of it will be triggered by a memory or just a thought. And a lot of my thoughts were like, basically 2016 to 2018, Mike, the elite years, yeah? When I mean like the elite years, like everybody knows summer 16 was sensational. And obviously 2017 was my first year of uni, last year college, first year of uni. And then 2018 was the end of my first year, start of my second year, which was still good. And then at the end of 2018, obviously I took that holiday, which was like one of, no, not one of the best holiday I ever had in my life. So, yeah, it's been like, I keep thinking back to those times and better times and da da da. But one of the things that really triggers my head right now and really kind of gets my anxiety going and gets me going is thinking about what I could have done differently. And I know we all have the same kind of thoughts. We will look at things about something like, oh, if only I'd have said this, if only I'd never met this person, if only I'd never interacted with this and da da da. And that's the thing, I actually, so when I was having one of those moments, 
the other day, I was getting really upset because I'd see something on, I think it was on Instagram or Twitter, whatever, and it just set me down a little bit of a spiral. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna record about this. So I made a little video and I started talking about, oh, I wish I would do things differently. And it was actually, as I was starting to think about it, I said, well, actually, the situation was somebody said something which had reminded me of a bad experience I had in first year. And I was like, well, knowing what I know now, I would have done it differently. But I realized like, had I done it differently, X wouldn't happen, Y wouldn't happen, Z wouldn't happen. It's like a chain effect. Like, I'm like, everybody knows I'm a Christian. I'm a strong believer in God's plan. Everything happens for a reason. You know what I mean? There is no, nothing happens without purpose. So even the mistakes and the bad things that happen, they have a purpose, they have a reason. Do you know what I mean? So it was really kind of positive to, for me to think about it like that because actually I helped myself, you know, come down from my heightened emotions because I was like, well, you know, yes, that happened, it was sad, but we have to move on for it eventually and we can look at the positives that came out from it. So there's, so like, there is so much you can do by yourself without even having to, you know, look elsewhere. Um, and what I'm going to do as well is leave like some content in the description about some resources that you can use, online resources that I find use. So the last solo bit of information that I'm going to do, so like things that you can do by yourself I'm going to talk about is your self-help bo self box. And if you just give me a minute. Moments later. Ta-da! Self-help box. So this is another thing. Um, this wasn't actually, in well, so I've done both like actual therapy sessions, like CBT, stuff like that. But I also went to like some workshops, um, which were really like, there was like some of it was boring, but some of them were really good. And the one thing I really enjoyed about it was the self-help box. So self-help boxes, what are they? They are boxes that contain things to help you basically um, when you get into certain moods. So they can be physical objects or they can be pieces of paper or stuff like that or a set of earphones to remind you. Basically, things are gonna help you when you're feeling down. So this self-help box, as you notice, there was a picture on the front. This is of my wonderful friend, Cezaya. So she actually made me this, uh, yeah, last year um, as a gift. And I really loved it and I never wanted to get rid of it. So once, well, I still have some of the stuff inside that she gave me, but once I was kind of done with that perspective I converted it into my self-help box so now I have like you know my self-help stuff in there so for instance okay one of the things in my self-help box is a pair of earphones now um, you're like what so these are my spare earphones so these are they're more symbolic than anything because um, I have a proper pair of earphones these are just like my spare like pair I bought on Amazon but they represent uh, music for me basically. So when I get into certain headspaces, I love to listen to music. Um, you know, it's scientifically proven that if you're sad, listen to sad music. Like people will be like, oh, I'm sad. Let me try and listen to the happy music to cheer yourself up. No, you can allow yourself to, to dwell in an emotion. Just don't overdwell in it. And that's the problem that I have. Like I will allow myself to overdwell in emotions, but <sighs> excuse me. I allow myself to overdwell emotions, but you can do it in a positive way. You can just, you know, listen to your sad songs. For me, I have a, like three or four playlists where it's just like, okay, you know, this 20 minute playlist, I can sit down, I can lay down, I have my lighting in the room. I don't know where my remote's got, oh, there it is. I have the lighting in my room that like you can kind of faintly see it changing color. 
and the lighting I'll put in like usually like a blue or a purple or something and I'll lay down and I'll listen to my playlist for 20 minutes and that's the amount of time I allow myself and then once that 20 minutes is up I will get up and do something else another thing that I have in here is I think we'll go this one oh! no actually not that one we'll use this one oh! sorry there we go little notes so these are notes from my friend Cesaire, as I said, and these notes just have little things on them. So this one says, generous. So these are like little affirmations, reminders, talented, yeah. ambitious, you know what I mean? So there's other ones in there as well. So these are the Cesaire's ones. I have a pot as well where I wrote my own ones. Um, and this one has a little bit of, it says, you probably can't see it, but it's like, oh, it says you are. So it's kind of a way to remind me that you are ambitious, you are talented, and it's really like sweet. And I have another one in here that has some stuff for me. Um, I also have like a list of movies that I love to watch. Um, I have some movies called like my, my cheesy movies, Mamma Mia, things like that. Movies that I know are, I love, and are just going to help me, you know, get into a better headspace. So the box method is actually a really good idea um, for anybody to have because you don't have to, everybody experiences mental health differently, right? And you, you, there's a difference, obviously there is a difference between depressed and depression, right? And I'll, I plan to talk about it at some point in time, but everybody can get depressed, like don't get twisted, like nobody's immune to getting depressed at one point in time. And then especially in university, and times like that, it can be like you can be more likely to suffer from some sort of anxiety, some sort of depression. Um, so I recommend anybody to have a box. Just if you guys are interested, I will do a follow-up video or I'll do a follow-up little bit on my podcast on how to make a box and what to put in there. I have now I got the information from a booklet, which I actually have right here, improving self-esteem. Um, yes, I suffer with self-esteem issues. We're moving on. Um, improves self-esteem, but yes, there is another booklet that has, I mean, that booklet, so that booklet has the information about a box, but if I can find it online, I'll link it below. If not, then if people are interested, I'll make a video on it. So I kind of touched on like what you can do personally, but we are nothing without our friends and our family. And to me, friends and family are like one in the same, you're a friend, and then they reach the point where you're my family, like. And I want to talk about both perspectives. So being the friend that's like giving the help and being the friend that's receiving the help. Um, we'll start on the receiving end because... And I, oh! What? Um, child, anyway, so... So let's talk about receiving help, so. When it's one of the hardest things to do when you're in that headspace is to listen to other people. And I will tell you from personal experience, when certain issues happened to me, um, specifically like the thing that happened recently, I got so many messages from people that were trying to encourage me and uplift me and I just wasn't hearing it. I just wasn't ready to listen. So the first thing you need to actually do is actually be ready to listen. I know that sounds strange, but 
for me, I didn't open the messages for a long time. We're talking like maybe two weeks because I knew in my head that I was not ready to listen. When you're, and I know like, it's, it sounds it sounds strange, but once you're ready to listen, you're gonna actually take in what people are saying a lot more. Like if you just, if you're feeling really down by yourself and somebody says, you're so great, you're so amazing, you're just gonna be like, wait, you're lying. And usually what people do as well is they'll put examples in there. So shout out my friend Gabe's, he sent me this like three minute voice note and it was talking about like some of the things how I'd inspired him and stuff. Now that was one of the things I'd listened to when I was first in my mood. Bro, I wasn't hearing it. I was just like, he's just trying to uplift me, I'm not trying to hear this, blah, blah. When I went back and listened to it two weeks later, I realized that what he was actually saying, I was like, like I was still in, the, I was still in my ways, don't get me, I was, still, I was still in my feelings. But I was like, no, you know what? He had a point there and he had a point there and I was more ready to listen. So you have to reach a point where you need to be open and ready and receptive to actually listen to what people are saying to help you. Do you know what I mean? And it's not going to be, it's not the easiest process. And as for, as for like actually getting to that point, bro, I'm, I said, I'm not professional. I, I don't have all the advice. Can't lie. Because even me, as I'm talking, I still have a lot of things that I need to work on personally. But the next thing you need to do is, um, okay, right. Not shy away, but not be afraid to, to come, to take time and come back and whatever. So, Tell your friends when you're in when you're in that place. Hey, listen, not in the mood. Don't worry, not really gonna. And I don't mean going to Snapchat blank screen. Like, listen, I've done it. I've done it plenty of times. If you want to do it like that, do it like that. Snapchat blank screens. But what I mean is like specifically with people like they're trying to communicate with you. Be like, hey, listen, I'm in this headspace right now where it's not gonna really be receptive. Thank you. Like, respect my like, just respect my space and let yourself, as I said, take that time. Take that time to really embrace what you're feeling and be sad and be upset and be depressed and whatever it is. And, but like communicate with your friends, like actually let them know, like one of the best things that you that I've done was like actually start to be vocal about how I was feeling with my mental health because for so many years I bottled things up. I'd become so stoic and hard Christ that actually started to talk about it with such a release and just and yeah saying like being on snapchat being on instagram being like hey this is where i'm feeling today this is where i'm at today me i put a i put an instagram post up the other day excuse me being like hey i'm having a really tough day today i'm sorry like i'm sorry if like messages just stop between us i'm having a tough day because sometimes that's how i get i have those days and it's just what it is that so be able to communicate with your friends and then step back if you need to. But what you need to also do, and listen, when I'm telling you, I'm talking to myself, like you have to understand right now, yeah, I'm making this video for public consumption, but I'm talking to myself and I, I'm telling myself to listen, is not be afraid to come back. Because one of the biggest things I had was with the virus and with the things that had been going on in my life, I was so out of it. I was not ready to, when, it, when I finally started to actually feel better, I, it still took me another week because I just didn't know how to talk to people. Like, these are people that have been messaging me time and time again and I hadn't responded to and, you know, I could just think, oh, they're just gonna feel some type of way. They're just, you know, actually like, don't let yourself just, if they're truly your friends and they care about you, then they're gonna understand. And then it's not, and they're not gonna be like, 
well, you didn't talk to me for two weeks, you know what I mean? You didn't talk to me for a month. They're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, hey, how you doing, how you been? And I think this is a good point to segue into what to do from the friends giving advice side. And the first thing I'll do is say is kind of to counter that point to, to kind of be the companion piece of that point. Listen to what your friends have to say and but also listen to what they're not saying. Yeah? If they have if they've gone away for a period of time, if they haven't spoken to you and all of a sudden they pop up and they the, the first thing out of your mouth doesn't have to be well, have you been da 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 or you know you haven't spoke to me in, in weeks and weeks and weeks not saying that anybody's done it to me but I'm just I'm just like pointing it out like I because I've known it to happen the best thing to do when somebody is coming out of a dark phase or whatever is let them lead personally like so for instance like when I was coming out of things like I said I found it hard to actually just talk to people so what I would do is I'd find an excuse of some sort so like somebody would tweet something about a show or something and I'd just respond and be like oh this show is great great focus on what they're talking about don't don't make it well have you I mean yes okay you want to ask how they've been and whatever but don't go straight into it and don't <laughs> excuse me and don't be their psychiatrist like don't be their therapist like just let them take the time that they need. Um, yeah, just just let them take the time they need. The other thing I was going to say is, don't think that your messages aren't getting through. Don't stop sending messages. And that is like one of the most key things. Like, let people know you care, right? And that doesn't mean you have to send a message every day. It doesn't mean you have to bombard 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 people with messages but just take some time like my friend jess when i look back on my whatsapp it's actually like every three days or so it's like hey just thinking about you making sure you're right don't need to talk to me and the best thing about this whole experience is i think people have really understood who i am as a person because everybody who's messaging me has been like i know you won't probably won't respond or i know you don't want to talk right now but i just need you to know this and like that is so me like when I shut out, I shut out, I don't talk, right? And so it's been kind of nice to have people who understand that. So understand your friends, get to know how they are as people and how they like to be interacted with and do that that way. Like for me, as I always said, I, I so appreciate people's message. I so appreciate people taking two, three minutes to write out a message to me or even to attempt to call me and me see it on my phone and sit there staring at my phone for 30 seconds until the call goes off. Like, it means so much to me because for all these negative things that I throw at myself, it's a good positive counteraction. Like, well, no, you think people don't care, but there are people caring about you. So that's, that's, that's point number two, I would say. Get to know your friends, get to know how they like to be interacted with and how you can help them best. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is language and what you're saying to your friends and how you're approaching things with your friends. And again, this kind of ties back into I mean, all the points tied together this ties back into the second point about how do your friends like to be approached you know some people will respect the straight up approach hey listen listen you've been not done this for two weeks you know you have you haven't you've been in a foul mood for two weeks you need to step up right that with some people bro they're gonna be like you know what i'm a big man let me pattern up cool other people you tell it to them they are going to break down and cry right 
you need to you need to think about what you're saying to certain people and how you and how you're saying it and the good thing is is like i've cultivated a set of friends where i know that they know how to you know interact with me how i am as a person because i've always said listen i am the most trickiest difficult person to be friends with because me listen let's not even get into it too tough but i will sub i sabotage friendships i don't let people get too close because i get scared i don't feel like i'm worthy of people's friendships so i'll push people i'll push people away i'll ignore you flat out you can send me messages you can try and call me well, i'm telling you there was this one girl who was trying to call me and apologies flash if you do see this she tried to call me on a daily it got to the point where she left me a voice note uh, not voice note a uh, voicemail bruv still did not respond yeah i'm the trick i'm a tricky person i'm one of the trickiest people to be friends with and that makes me appreciate like my friends so much more because they've actually taken the time to get to know me as a person and you know care about me enough to actually you know not only deal with my insanity and my next level nonsense but also to actually know how to deal with me and what to do and what to say and so that's been really and so that's been really good but yeah get like know how to approach people know what language to use and the great thing about the world we live in today is that there is internet hey as i said i'm gonna leave some resources but there is internet right if your friend's going through a particular thing i've had listen i have what i'm telling you i've dealt with a lot personally i've dealt with a lot but also in terms of my friends and helping my friends i've there are so many scenarios so many scenarios that i've had to go through and sometimes i've used my own personal experience but sometimes i haven't there was one time when my friend was doing something that is you know really bad and i just i couldn't relate to it i've never had that experience in my life before so i went on the internet i was like hey how do you deal with this situation when your friend is going through this and i literally followed internet guidelines like make sure the sources you're looking at are reputable like don't just go on any site like make sure like you're looking a little bit and you're taking time and making effort but the internet is free well i say free but you know what i mean the internet is free like it's free to search and look up and make sure you know you're just thinking about like what to say to your friends so with all that being with all that being said i'm just gonna take a moment here and listen, I've done it on my podcast, I've done it on everything. I've, I've messaged you perfectly, but I just want to take a moment to really, 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 really thank my friends. And I, I, when I say friends, they're family. Like, that's my brothers, my sister, like, that's my siblings, all of them. Yeah. La familia. Who have stuck with me through what has been a terrible, terrible two months. In fact, Screw that, it's been a terrible five months since January. Listen, hmm. As I said, listen to the podcast, you'll get you'll get more. It's been a terrible time. And I'm just thankful to God. Like honestly, I give God all the glory and all the praise that I've made out of the other end. And am I I said, am I hundred percent better? No. Rather as I said, I had a, my mood swings are still terrible. Literally just three days ago I had another two days, but I just was like, nope, I can't deal with anything. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just can't so it's going to happen i'm still feeling the effects of certain things and very hard and i'm going to for a while but big love big thank you to everybody who like it warms my heart man like as i said i'm not an easy person to get along with and it's been so 
reassuring and heartwarming to have those people there. But yes, I just like to like to say thank you. Um, have a happy Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, you know, promote it. Let people know that you're about you know breaking stigma. You're about talking about mental health. Just let people know that everybody you're here to support. And yeah, it's been blessed. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, follow, and tune in next time. <laughs>